What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Center Stage. We are here. It's been a while, but we are back. I'm We're Karen. Back. You? Yes, and I am here with Elias. We're back. I know. We've missed you guys. Yeah. It's been so crazy. It's been insane. It has. It's been a crazy, I don't know how long it's been. It's been a couple. It's been, yeah. <laughs> especially now with daylight savings i feel like it today has been it's three weeks long yeah right it just never I spent half the day long. saying it was thursday <laughs> yeah oh my nobody God. corrected me <laughs> on that note let's yeah. talk about that new professor nuts flavor oh my god oh my god ridiculous i don't understand how they did this no one. I know this this episode is coming up perfect timing because we just released and if you're listening to this and you don't know what oh. the flavor of the professor nuts is you need to like stop everything you're doing and go to the professor nuts. check it out yeah we're not even going to tell you what it is actually <laughs> I mean everyone's seen it so they probably they would just have to yeah I guess yeah yeah it's good it tastes like Christmas I wouldn't have thought of that, but I can see it now. Like it reminds me of like, cause like the crunchiness, crunchiness of like, yeah. it's like a, well, it's like cinnamon cookie crumble. It's cinnamon cookie, cookie crunch. crunch. Yeah. Crunch. See a long day. Cinnamon cookie crunch. <laughs> yeah. Cinnamon cookie crunch. Crumble, crumbly crunch, whatever. Yeah. Because it reminds me of like that crunchiness of like apple crumble cake. Oh yeah, that's what it reminds. That's I was trying to think of what it was yeah. that was in there. That that's why I have the crumble. That's why I have the crumble. That's the crumble. So they gotta add the word crumble too. Yeah, cr- cookie crumb crumble. No, not no. <laughs> <laughs> well, you ruined it. Anyway, so if you haven't tried the new flavor yet, <laughs> I guarantee it will knock your socks off. Here's a phrase I haven't said in yes, but it will. The jar, yes, the jar in my apartment. I live alone. <laughs> I don't even know where it went. I woke up one morning and I was just like, who ate it? So I don't live alone because I have a husband, but he still hasn't tasted it. Do you have it? I didn't share and it's gone. Yeah, no, I sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you just got to keep that for yourself. Yeah, like, I was just like, I oh, couldn't. Oh, but- like, I saw it online. Did you, did you get a jar? No yeah no no <laughs> but it's okay because i have like three jars of it coming for him so oh, there oh. you go i gotta order some for me gotta order some more just for me i yeah i I make sure i don't run out ever no you can't <laughs> that would be the worst day the the one thing <clears throat> that is the only thing that saves me and i don't know if they've gotten this flavor yet because so I have to I have to check it out. There's a nutrition shop or nutrition store like 25 minutes away from me. 25 minutes. I a girl travels for her professor. Wow. Yeah. Well, I haven't had to buy it because I, I think I only had to buy it like once because I was like in desperate need of some professor nuts and some, some salty caramel. And I my order wasn't gonna get for like here for oh, like no. five days. No. I need it ten. I need it now. Yeah. Uh there's this place called Boundless Nutrition. So if you're like in the Westchester White Plains area, highly recommend it. They also have like incredible protein shakes. Hmm. Yeah, it's so good. Interesting. They have this like cookies and cream, like 
low carb, low fat, low everything, high protein. So that whenever I'm like on a low carb day, I'm like, yep, yep, hit me with that. Go to interesting. What's the huh? What, what's the brand of the protein? Or is theirs? Uh so they they use well, I for me they always make it with our two uh collagen two ways because they oh, have okay. all of our AD line there, but they have a ton of different protein powders. So you can like pick whether you want like whey isolate, whether you want like vegan protein. Um, so they they can make it make it to order kind of thing. Oh, interesting. Well, that's fun. So now that we just spent about a half hour talking about Professor Nuts, I, I think know. we should move on to the real topic. Yes. Of yes. This podcast. So now is, if you stay, if you stuck with us so far. Yeah. If you, if we haven't uh, driven you crazy yet, we are talking about posing. Yes. So today we're going to cover the do's and don'ts of posing. And I know that we've talked about posing in the past and the importance of posing, but mainly kind of think like on a overall what to kind of like focus on when you're get when you're getting ready to get on stage, right? With it between like the whole stage package kind of deal. Um, but yeah, we wanted to talk about posing because I think that no matter what division you're in, and we'll spe we'll speak specifically to bikini still since I haven't stepped on stage as wellness and I'm still learning. Um, we'll focus on just on bikini today. Yeah. But some of the tips, though, I mean, of course, can apply to pretty much every division. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, just honing in on bikini posing. But well, okay, so the first do, I would say that goes for yeah, let's start with the do. Let's start with the do's. Let's start with the goods. So, well, this is for any division. The first thing you've got to do is as soon as you decide you want to compete, get your heels. Yes. Don't wait to get your heels or say, oh, I'm going to wait to pose later. Do get your heels right away and start especially just walking around in them if you're not used to walking around in heels or that high of a heel or that type of heel get your heels walk around the house clean the house do whatever walk wherever different floors oh yeah get used to the feeling yeah no I absolutely agree and I think that like obviously each person will get different types of heels and there are like different heights and there's platform there's no platform and if you guys hear noise in the back that's my <laughs> puppy okay no it's, it's yeah. you playing with your squeak toy <laughs> <laughs> yeah sorry you guys i gave it away um and choose a height like a heel height that's comfortable for you and like strap no strap depending on what uh, works but at the same time but nothing too sure no not too sure um and like most of the time you do want to have that platform, but unless you're somebody that's like super quad dominant, if you actually don't have the platform, then it helps prevent you pushing into them as much like and seeing too much quad. So you could do yeah. a smaller platform, but in general, most of them have uh, that little platform and that works really well for most people. Yeah, there's definitely something to do. Uh, there, some people, I, I mean, I've spoken to a couple of different people in the past. Um, I personally like the the heels that you like just slide your feet in like they have the yeah. strap on the top instead of like the buckle around the ankle because yeah. I mean for me I just liked I mean I I wear I'm super comfortable wearing my heels but like when you're backstage and you're posing you're like slightly dehydrated like the arches of, you know what I mean like I just don't want to be stuck to my heels so I like to be able to like put them off and take them on take it put them on and take them off. <laughs> 
um, just easily as I'm like kind of getting ready to get on stage or a little bit before to warm up and pose a bit. But I know that a lot of people also utilize it for like, depending on the shape of their ankle and their calf, and it kind of can accentuate even the shape of your legs, right? Um, for example, like I have very, very tiny ankles. Um, so I, I mean, I never really like had give have given it a second thought about whether I wanted to wear straps or no straps for a specific reason, but I have spoken with competitors and women who have, you know, bigger joints or bigger ankle joints. And they're like, yeah, no, I have the strap. Like I do with the buckle because it gives the impression that my ankles are even smaller uh, or smaller than what they are, because then there's a separation, like the actual visual separation from ankle to calf. And um, so that's something to consider too. Yeah, that's a good point because it does bring that kind of illusion, bringing that ankle in more. Um, yeah, but I, I'm with you on the, the slip on shoes because I just like to I don't like to be like tied to my shoes, like feeling like I can't get out of them, especially because, you know, what if your like foot gets sweaty or something, you know, it's slip yeah. out, and just stuck and slipping in that, you know, shoe. Um, but it does make it a lot easier to just be able to kind of take them on and off and not just have to be in those heels for that long time. So I yeah. agree. And that to me, that's just more comfortable. I don't think the strap is as comfortable. So, and I've never had issues with them slipping off. They always stay yeah. totally fine. And I actually have really narrow feet. So if that's your concern for not getting the strap, I wouldn't worry about that. Yeah. But bottom line is practice walking in your heels um, because there's nothing that you want less than like, you know, your posing routine you know what you're doing, your physique looks incredible, but you look like, I don't even know, a horse galloping with heels on because they're just uncomfortable and they're too high. Yeah. 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 So. Um, so, so practice your heel with your heels. I think the second thing is, well, even before practicing with the heels, but just practice your, you know, like find, find a, find a posing coach that mm -hmm. can, help you find what the right routine is for you and the right angles are for you uh, because each competitor in each physique has different proportions right each person's body is different so although we have standard poses not everyone is meant to have like the side pose with you know that we're all using now as opposed to the first conventional front pose for bikini, right? Some girls have to twist their, their hips more than others. Some girls have to focus on their quads instead of like not putting too much pressure, like you said. Um, so make sure that you find somebody that can guide you through those angles and through those different poses so that you are presenting your body and your physique in the most flattering way possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And do that, do that right away. As soon as you decide you want to compete, get those heels and book a posing session. Even if you're not necessarily starting your prep or, you know, you're brand new, you haven't really gotten into it very far yet. Still mm -hmm. book this session because that's a huge part of it. Posing is literally what you're doing once you get on stage. 
So if you get that session booked to get the feel for it, even if the poses aren't exact to what they're going to be eventually, it at least gives you that baseline and that structure to work with having that routine down, something to practice and something to just keep looking at week to week as you do progress into your show. And it's a lot easier to make little tweaks here and there if you have it down than it is to try and learn something brand new in a short amount of time. So as soon as you can just start practicing. Yeah, especially because you will also be tired, right? Mm-hmm. Um, whether you have uh, an incredibly easy, quote unquote, easy prep when it comes to when it comes to your cardio regimen, um, or when it comes to the amount of food that you're eating on a daily basis or on a weekly basis, right? Um, you your body will get tired. You will be overtrained, and it is important to not throw new things into the mix that will kind of just make you even more tired, more fatigued, but also just stressed out. Mm-hmm. Because when you're tired, like, unless, you know, yes, posing will eventually become second nature to you, like you getting frustrated and getting in your head. And then you start to make the same mistakes and learn like the wrong movements and like kind of movement patterns for your posing, then you're just, it's just frustrating. Mm-hmm. And you want to stress as you're getting right, like closer and closer to stage time. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just make it super stressful if you have to learn this entire routine or how to even wear the heels, if that's, you know, something that you waited to do. So the earlier, the better, um, mm-hmm. get, uh, with a, a posing coach, ideally, or even attending a posing seminar or something where you're actually getting some real hands-on or, you know, as best guidance that you can to setting up your posing if it's your first time, of course. So that way you actually know what you have is something that's really going to be, you know, with in the criteria and what you need to be doing on stage and it's best for your physique. Cause if you're trying to do it yourself, you can only really do so much when you're first getting started. So that's, that's really does help to have that posing coach to hire right away or like i said even attending those posing seminars and stuff like that those are those are great too yeah um i would say another uh important important thing to to make sure you're doing is just remember that you have to practice enough to find your own style of posing right um you know you can pick and choose or take little bits and pieces out of ev- like different competitors routines, but just because all of the girls are, you know, you know, winking and raising their shoulder or swaying their hip, like it doesn't mean that that's you, um, you know, like understand that you will show your personality on stage the best, like you will best present your physique if you have a very authentic presentation of who you are. Mm-hmm. Right. Every person will have a little different version of that presentation. Um, I remember like before I started to get on stage and like even within my first. Even like during, like getting ready for my first pro season, like I was so scared because our routines, obviously, from the amateur to to, to the pro level, they get longer. So I'm just like, well, I'm not really a stage person like what? How am I even like, how do I even put this together and find this persona and like, but it's just practice 
And I was just had to like get out there as much as possible. And then it wasn't until my first pro show that I was like, okay, I realize what it is that that persona is, but I wasn't so caught up on trying to be like X, Y, and Z competitor. Right. Yeah. You have to make it your own. And just because there's maybe some kind of posing trend going on, like we know there's always those trends of certain things people are doing. They drive me crazy sometimes. (laughs) That doesn't mean it's like, and you never know who's the person that actually starts it. Sometimes it's just all of a sudden it becomes a thing and then it phases Everybody's out. Doing yeah. It. yeah. So, um, you know, don't follow those kinds of things. Just follow what's going to be best for, for your physique and showcase you. And like Carolina said, the more you practice it, the more that persona is going to come out. Like, decide who you want to be on stage, you know, like who you really want to bring to that stage and kind of embody that person. But at the same time, you might not really find that until you keep doing your routine over and over and over again, you start to really feel it and connect with it, and then get on stage and or you might have the routine down, but then kind of like you get on stage, and then it comes out and you know who you're going to be on stage. But if you have the moves, and you have all of that, put in already and already, you know, in your mind, you don't have to worry or stress about it. It just makes it that much easier to bring that out on stage and show that confidence with your posing, which is just as important. No, for sure. For sure. Um, I think that, you know, people are so sometimes like the, the competitors are so, um, worried about what the judges want to see or they anticipate or or try to figure out what the judges want to see that they forget that unless you're confident and comfortable boy unless you're confident and comfortable with what you are presenting it doesn't matter yeah and they see that they they say that all the time especially sandy says you know they they you look stiff up there what they was going on? Not, is not, and they're not going to place you as well if you look like a deer in headlights or you're, you know, not having that, that, that factor of confidence that just, you know, makes you glow on stage. You just look scared and confused and stiff and uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, I think we could like thinking about don'ts now. Um, and the first thing that I can think about is just I think about octopus arms, like just are like flailing arms on stage. Generally movement, like too much movement is, yes. don't, which so, I like feel like I still have to keep taming mine down. <laughs> like it just. But yours work because you, it's not like you're like at every movement, you're like moving your arms up and down. Right. I feel no, like there's, no. there's definitely something to like, you want, obviously there's this whole idea of like, having like a very graceful or gracious movement and kind of like doing things that accentuate your body. But like every time that you like change the, the weight, like the placement of your feet or turn your shoulders, like your arms don't have to come all the way up over your head and back down to your hips. You know what I mean? Like just make sure that yes, stage presentation will be an exaggerated kind of like version of natural movement, but you still don't want if you if you see yourself in the mirror when you're practicing and you feel like you think octopus on stage, then you want to tone it down a little bit. Yeah, yes. It's going exactly. to destroy your physique. Yeah, right. Exactly. The like, oh, her arms. Oh my goodness, her arms. Yeah. And then they don't even look at your glutes and your shoulders and your waistline. 
Yeah. And that and that's the thing that, that, that I meant about me is like, I'll see that maybe my hand is just a little too far or moved a little too. So I'm like, wait, that's distracting from the physique. You know, it's, if it pulls your eye, then it's going to be too much because the goal is basically to just have the focus on your physique and on your frame and having that shape. So the moment you start doing, you know, too many arm movements, too many spins where it just throws off your shape of your body that you're trying to highlight then that's just going to be distracting on stage and you're no longer going to have the focus on your physique, which is what you want. You want them to be looking at your best angles of your physique, not your hand flare and this spin. I I have like, the, the judges even say, you can do this amazing like, pirouette on stage and like it's everything looks perfect like crazy like like 360 spin but they won't care about any of that flair what they're looking at is still your body at the end of the day so that's really what has to be the focus it has to be the right shape you looked at me crazy when I said pirouette that's a dance move I no I was looking crazy because I'm I'm having to like volume down as you're talking because my dog is absolutely bonkers it's like <sighs> He's going so nuts back and forth in my apartment. I'm like, bro, you sl you slept for the past two hours. Maybe he hears me and he wants to come play. He maybe. Yeah, he does this thing at nighttime when he just goes crazy. But no, you're completely right. It's just like if if it's taken away, don't sometimes less is more. Yeah, it is. That's, that's what they say. They're like, look, just come out and only hit your best angles, your best poses, not you know, the 10 different back poses, three different front poses, 10 second long transitions, like you just want to hit your absolute best and that's it. Otherwise, they're just going to start picking you apart. Exactly. Exactly. It's just like you want to be because I mean, obviously, we all want to be up there. Perfect. Right. We want to be the best of the best of the best of the best. But, but also, is. yeah, and that whatever is to like as bodybuilders like we're self very self-critical oh my god we're very self-critical um and so the more like the, like you said the more time you spend up there the more time they're like you're like oh i wonder if my glute jiggled a little i wonder if i like just it gives you too much time to overthink now there are competitors that have super super intricate uh posing routines and it looks beautiful when they do it and it it looks it's just so well put together and I don't even, I could never do that. I just know that like, I know what I'm like a minimalist, less is more. Here are my poses, give you a little attitude, smile a little bit and then I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, honestly, some of the people that have the best posing routines, they, they don't do anything crazy. They still, you know, do just a subtle movements, things that still keep their shape. It's nothing that's, throwing them off in any way or too much or too long. Like it's, it's just accentuating their shape. You don't have any part of their routine where you're like just looking for the things that are going wrong, which is what the judges are doing. The longer you're on stage, they're just seeing, Oh, okay. Well maybe she, maybe she has this flaw. Oh, actually she has this flaw or actually she has this flaw. And now that you're on stage longer and longer, they're going to just keep pointing them out and seeing them. And that's just, knocking your chances of getting up to those top spots because you're not showing them your absolute best the whole time. No, I, I completely agree with you. Um, I would say that even jewelry plays a role in posing. Like the yeah. jewelry that you pick. 
Yeah, it, it does. And and you should like practice or know how to it feels when you're wearing that jewelry because it's a little yeah. So it's just like even like picking like whether you wear like a big uh, bracelet on one hand, which hand goes on your hip, which hand, you know, goes off your hip so that you're not covering, um, you know, your lines. Uh, if you are someone who has, you know, underdeveloped shoulders, like maybe you want, you don't want huge earrings that are going right. to call attention to that area. Or if you are someone that has bigger shoulders and you want like maybe hoop earrings because they want, you know what I mean? Like there, there's so, there's so much that can be done. Um, at the end of the day, I think posing is really the art of presentation, but also the art of like tricking your body and not tricking the audience into thinking that your body looks different than what it does. Cause if we're standing up straight, I'm going to tell yeah. you this guys, like, no, we're all like that. muscle. Yeah, no, nobody looks the way they do when they're posing. There's nothing oh, curvy and voluptuous, voluptuous <laughs> about a standing still bikini competitor. That it is what it is. Not right before they step on stage. We all have muscle. There's glutes and there's quads and there's shoulders. Yeah, there's shape, but it's not what you see on stage by any means. Exactly. Totally <laughs> exactly. So if you're a first time competitor and you're listening to this, remember that, you know, don't, and I've 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 had girls make this mistake when they're like taking progress pictures or like looking at like like over analyzing their physique. Like, if you're not taking your progress pictures posing, how are you gonna know what you look like? Mm -hmm. Right. So remember that your physique is being presented in a very 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 specific way, and also remember that you will have to tweak those angles as you go as you get closer and closer to stage right yeah because your might change your waist might get tighter you might lose some size on your glutes or you might lose some size on your quads right you might have to position your feet differently so i think that um another don't would be just like yes build your posing routine but don't get like dead set on the small details because those details will have to most likely be adjusted along the way. Yeah. Like just don't get too attached to it because it's yeah. likely going to have something that changes constantly and it should be changing. If it's not changing, that means your physique isn't changing and your physique should be yeah. changing and constantly improving or dialing in and cutting down into a show. So you're always going to have to make those adjustments. So yeah, don't feel like married to the routine that you set and then understand that you're going to have to probably make some tweaks and changes probably like 95 percent sure that you'll have to make a good amount of tweaks and changes to even just those little details so definitely yeah no you're you're 100 right um i guess a, another don't would be um when you are going throughout your posing don't forget about your core. That's something I've been seeing a lot yeah. in competitors is just releasing your stomach or letting your stomach relax, letting that core relax. When you have to have that pulled in tight and tall the entire time you're on stage, hitting your poses, your transitions, back to front, front to back, you can you know, relax a little in your back pose, but then make sure you tighten up and then turn back to your front pose. Yeah. Um, and that's something that you just have to practice over 
time because you have to get used to that feeling of what it's like to draw that navel in and draw your core in not doing a, a like a vacuum on stage where you, you know hollow out the, the middle or anything like that but it has to be pulled in tight and so you have to focus on that the entire time you're doing your posing so that's why I think it's great to record videos when you do your posing because it's better to sure. watch your core that way so you can see okay am I releasing it here or there and know where you have to work on it a little bit more since there will be different parts of your routine where you maybe are more likely to lose that core control so you have to practice a little more but that's really an important thing because they see that and that's a knock on on the judging if they see that you're dropping your core they want to see you pulled in tight the the whole time no for sure and i think that that's especially because like the first thing that we're told as as we learn how to pose right is to keep your hips high mm -hmm. like don't drop your hips the second you drop your hips your belly bone comes out because you start to like do the the in and out like mm -hmm. you know what i mean the the hip twist so i think that that's a great point is just like being mindful and thinking that like even if you feel like you're doing it unless you feel your abdominal wall like engaged you're probably not doing it because yeah. i've been in positions where i got on stage and you know i had friends in the audience gladly enough and they're like your abs and i'm like okay because <laughs> it would you know <clears throat> you're up there you're tired you've had a long day you've most likely haven't had a lot of water you know, you're dehydrated if you're tapering. I personally taper down on water. That's how my body responds best to to just overall, like my peak week protocol. Um, so your body feels a little wonky and you're tired. Yeah. And you so, probably have to hold those poses for a long time up there. Exactly. So after a while, you're like, am I still holding my core? <laughs> am I still contracting anything? Like, are my muscles working? Yeah. Yeah. So the more you do it, you just get used to holding it that way. And then you don't have to put that extra thought in it. So oh, drawing your core, drawing your core, it just kind of happens with you hitting that pose um, a lot more naturally. And as you're moving through your poses. No, for sure. I think the bottom line, I think in summary is like, make sure you know how to walk in heels, practice your posing routine and try oh. your best just have like overall like you're practicing enough where you have more body awareness than what you did when you started because that way the more you can the more control you have over your muscles the 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 more you'll know how you're moving on stage and you'll know what it feels like when you're not moving correctly right it's just kind of like i i like to compare it to like you know, I'll tell people like when you're doing a lap pull down, a lot of people don't don't feel their lats, don't feel their lats, don't feel their, until they do. And then they never forget that sensation. Right. It's like the bike, right? You don't forget it because you know what it's like to do it incorrectly. Mm -hmm. Bike, you just fall on your ass with the lats. You don't feel your back <laughs> posing. Like, exactly. So with posing, it's like in kind of like engage with your posing routine or have a different conversation with yourself when you're hitting those poses like okay i'm hitting a back pose how does this feel on my lower back how does this feel on my hamstrings how does this feel on my glutes um so that had to confiscate a toy <laughs> so that um, you know that when you don't have a mirror in front of you you're fully prepared to go like, okay, I know I'm hitting this pose because 
I feel tension on my hamstrings. I feel tension on my lower back. I feel tension on my rear delts. I am applying pressure from my hands against my legs. You know what I mean? Like there are all these things that you are doing and you can go through that checklist. Hopefully you don't need to, you practice enough where you don't need to do it on stage, but as you practice without a mirror, as you practice in front of other people, um, or even if you are doing a smaller show to, to prep yourself for a national show or for a bit, you know what I mean? Uh, or if you're doing multiple shows in a row, um, I think the more self-aware you become, the better po the better opposing routine you'll have. Yeah. And don't just practice in the mirror. You have to practice not looking at anything. So you get that feeling and you know what it feels like when you hit your poses. Because if you just practice in the mirror, well, one, it's going to be a, a crutch because you have that to just look at it. Like, okay, I'm hitting this pose here. I know how to do that. But also the mirror angle is A, a reflection. So not what you see. B, higher up and not the angle that judges see you at. So it's also going to look different to you than it would to them. So you might think something looks great in the mirror and then you put it at that downward angle pointing up at you and it actually isn't as great as you think it is for your body. So definitely don't just practice looking in the mirror. You want to you know, record videos, practice in front of, other people, you know, practice where you're not looking at yourself um, instead of just doing the mirror. No, for sure. I completely agree. I haven't, haven't done a full posing routine in so long. Mm -hmm. Well, you're going to have to do a whole new one now. So I know. So I think this is what I would like to do. And I'm going to leave this question here and you guys who are listening can, when you share our our stories or when your messages can let me let us know how you feel i, I kind of want to i think we should invite uh like probably like a maybe a posing coach who works specifically with like other divisions so mm -hmm. that i know that a lot of the women that listen to us are you know in they compete in bikini but if there are women out there that also compete in wellness or figure or even fitness and i'm sure that although like the overall understanding of what it's like to have a good posing routine is pretty much the same throughout. But if it's like, if there are any expectations or anything that like the, as bikini competitors, we don't have to take into account when we're posing. Right. So for example, I'm sure fitness has an entire different, you know, world of, of expectations when they're posing, what they focus on more, do they want to focus more on their actual comparisons do they see, you know what i mean like how was the strategy how to go about it so you know we'll leave that question up for you guys to see what you think yeah but i think that pretty much sums up some of the basics i'm sure we could keep going with this for a no while. i think like, after yeah this is pretty otherwise but, we just be a dead horse and we just talk about yeah all it's all basically the same kind of you know do's <laughs> and don'ts and it's all about at the end of the day showing your best on that stage of all the hard work that you've done, hitting those best angles, being confident about it, and really just having a good foundation and knowledge of your routine. Absolutely. I completely agree. Completely agree. I wonder if by the next time we do an episode, they'll have another Professor Nuts flavor. Oh my gosh. If we don't if, do another episode. If you could long. have, if you could have any, like if you can make up any Professor Nuts flavor, what would it be? Gosh, that is a tough question i want something with either like brownie in it or um ooh, or like a 
maybe uh I don't know I gotta think about this wait I just thought I thought of it and then it lost my mind but definitely something with like a brownie or like brookie type situation that sounds good for me it's more so like a like a like a bananas foster situation oh okay yeah I would go for that something with fruit like a caramel apple pie oh I would I would enjoy that more than the bananas foster with little crumbles of like yeah the more crumbles <laughs> yeah <laughs> crumbles is my shit more crumbles yeah all the crumbles all, the crumbles. <laughs> all right you guys <laughs> on, on that, that note, note <laughs> we'll leave you to it I hope this was helpful um you know we we definitely want to continue to share the things that like our experiences and, and things that are going to help your experience on stage and feel like you're a little bit you're more prepared when you get up there or you're leading up to that stage time um so if you liked it if you have any additional questions definitely let us know both of the center stage page or jessica's page or mine um uh, but thank you again for listening and i hope you guys enjoyed it yep thanks guys see you next time see ya bye